hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Can I Be Real podcast. It is your girl, Rachel, back with another episode. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think. So the past couple episodes have been just thoughts that I've had, things that I've been dealing with, which is the usual with the Can I Be Real podcast. I'm being real honest with myself and with you guys because I just want to create a space of like vulnerability and healing and openness. I just want that. And then also talking about some of the awkward stuff that we don't always talk about in Christian circles and talking about some of the stuff that we touch on, but then we don't, you know, we move away from, not that it's not necessarily like controversial, but like what I did with the I'm disappointed episode, it's like, you know, we hear all these cushy things like, oh, wait on God, be patient. But I'm disappointed today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to talk about that. Or in the the last episode that I did last week, which was, um, God, I forgive me, which is talking about forgiving ourselves for the things that we might have done to hurt ourselves and the other people. And so I've been encouraged because I have a couple of friends who reached out to me and told me they were encouraged by the uh, I forgive me episode, which is really encouraging because... It was something that God, I feel like God had placed on my heart to just kind of talk about, like, we don't talk about forgiving ourselves and loving ourselves enough. And so that's just the quick little intro, um, because today's episode is going to be in a similar thread as those past episodes of kind of like a devotional thought to kind of leave you with. Um, this one's more of a devotional thought as opposed to like a current situation that I'm going through. But it, it all still applies. And we're going to be reading through the book of Exodus, specifically Exodus chapter 6. But before I start, I want to once again say welcome to the Can I Be Real podcast. Happy Black History Month to all my people of whatever race, nationality, color, and creed that you are. Happy, happy, happy Black History Month to you and to me. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> and I uh, am enjoying the the... The, the black the the black love the love for black art the love for black creators that I'm seeing um yeah go black people love to see it but uh we're gonna say a quick prayer and then we're gonna jump right in so to heavenly father god I thank you lord just for this time I pray god that you would give me the words to say on how to properly articulate the things that you've given me to talk about today lord help me and I pray that your holy spirit would just speak through me I pray all these things in your son Jesus name amen So today, like I said, we're going to be reading through Exodus chapter 6, focusing um, mostly on the the first, was it, 13 verses, Um, and then the last couple of verses at the end of the book. So I'm going to, as usual, I usually read out of the NLT unless I'm in my physical Bible. I'm going to be on my phone because I like the NLT. And so something that I thought was interesting, so I was reading, let let me give you a little backstory. So I've been reading through the book of Exodus um, and I just started because I'm only in chapter six, or I'm technically in chapter nine, but I read chapter six earlier this week and it's really had me thinking. And so it starts off with promises of deliverance. That's the, the subtitle I get, the subheading for this particular chapter. Um, it says, then the Lord told Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. When he feels the force of my strong hand, he will let the people go. In fact, he will force them to leave his land. And God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, God Almighty. But I did not reveal my name Yahweh to them. And I reaffirmed my covenant with them. 
under its terms, I promised to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as foreigners. You can be sure that I have heard the groans of the people of Israel, who are now slaves to the Egyptians, and that I am well aware of my covenant with them. Therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and re rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. I will claim you as my own people, and I will be your, I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who has freed you from your oppression in Egypt. I will bring you into the land I swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you as your very own possession. I am the Lord. And so I'm not done with this first, the breaking down of this first section, but I want to break down just those first eight verses right there. So when I was first reading it, the first thing that really popped up was. The fact was in starting in verse two, it says, and God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob as El Shaddai, God almighty, but I did not reveal my name Yahweh to them. I thought that was interesting because I'm like Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Those are the three names that we hear. Those are like the, you know, Abraham is the father of the faith, both Judaism and Christianity. And so it's like, and I guess technically, uh, Islam, but. Christi we're talking about we're Christians. So we're going to talk about Christianity over here. So, I was like, even Abraham, Isaac, the and and Jacob did not know God's like name. They only knew him as El Shaddai. They only knew him as God Almighty. Moses, God told Moses, I did not reveal my name to them, but I am to you and to the people of Israel. I was like, the first thing that popped in my mind, like, was like humility like wow god what an honor that you revealed yourself to moses your real you revealed your name to moses you revealed your name to the children of israel and that me being able to read your word this living word you revealing your name to me i now know you as not only el shaddai god almighty but also as yahweh the lord and so i thought that was really cool because i'm like abraham isaac and jacob didn't even know god's like I guess like real name, if you will. I mean, like, that's like, that's like somebody, that's like knowing somebody's government name, you know what I'm saying? Versus like a nickname, you know, it's weird. It's, it's not, it's not weird. It's like, it's, the, it shows that level of intimacy that God wants to have with us. It shows that level of intimacy that he had with Moses, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and not to say that he didn't have a level of intimacy with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He clearly did. If you read in Genesis, but it was like another layer of who God is, is revealed to us by the fact that he chose to reveal his name, the Lord, Yahweh, to us. I thought that was um, phenomenal. I thought that was so awesome and amazing. Like, wow, I know God. Me, just little old Rachel, knows God as Yahweh and God Almighty. And then all the other names of, in the Bible that, you know, Jehovah Jireh, all those other names. But I'm like, God told me his name like wow and he wants me to know him by his name you know so I thought that was pretty deep and then the next and then like I said following after that he's just talking about the God, God is reminding or essentially reminding Moses of the covenant promises that he had of delivering them and um, moving them into the land into the promised land and how the land was just they're going to be free from the oppression of Egypt and all those good things all these promises of deliverance it all sounds really good right and so starting back in verse nine, it says, so Moses told the people of Israel, 
what the Lord has said, but they refused to listen anymore. They had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. And so then I was like, whoa. So after all this of God, like I'm promising to deliver them, to bless them, to free them from, uh, you know, and to give them justice, essentially. The first thing they do is they're like plugging their ears like, la, 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 I don't want to hear anymore. And I'm like, yo, I do that all the time. And it's not something I'm proud of. It is what it is kind of thing. I'm working on it. But I'm like, I do, unfortunately, I do that to God, but I also, but I do that to people as well. And so we'll just take the people aspect for a second. Like, you know, when you're talking to somebody and they're trying to give you advice or they're, you're, you know, you're just, they're trying to help you and they're telling you stuff that you already know. And, or they're telling you stuff that it's like, how to describe it. So I guess like, if you based off like the whole, like if you're disappointed about something, like we'll say like a job. And you've been applying to jobs and applying to jobs and you haven't got anything and you've gotten interviews and you haven't, nothing's came through yet. And you have people telling you like, just keep going. You can do it. You know, God, you're going to, you're going to make it through. You're going to get that job. And it's like, or they're like, just imagine what it's going to be like when you do get that job. And they're trying to be encouraging. They're trying to be uplifting. They're trying to like tell you all the good things that are going to come from this opportunity. But you're like, uh, stop. You know, I don't want to get my hopes up. I'm, I've been disappointed too many times. I'm discouraged at this point. Like, I really don't, don't talk anymore. You're just at the point, like, but you just shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people know what I'm talking about. Like, we'll say, well, you, well, the most relevant thing for me right now is like relationships. I'm like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I just don't even like talking about it with people sometimes because people would be like, oh, you know, just wait on the Lord or it'll come, it'll come, da, 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 da. You're just like, you know what? <laughs> shut it down. I'm good. I don't really need to talk about it with you anymore because the more you try to encourage me, the more discouraged I get, if that makes sense. But so from verse nine, when most told the people of Israel what the Lord had said, but they refused to listen anymore, they had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. That's that mentality that I felt. And I was like, ooh, I do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do that a lot. I do that too much. But we are, you know, now that we are, because we are, um, believers in Christ Jesus baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection and risen again as new creation with the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us because of those things, because of the grace that he's given us, we are grafted into the line. We are grafted into the children of Israel, the line of Abraham. So we are these, we are the people of Israel in this instance. Like we do that. We plug our ears when God is trying to remind us of his covenant with us, remind us of the promises of deliverance that he has for us. We plug our ears because we're like, we're too, we get too discouraged by what we see around us, by our environments to listen anymore. And that's sad. And I'm, I'm saying it's sad because it's sad that I do it. And it's sad to read it. And it's sad to just live it when you get, you just get so discouraged that you don't even want to hear anything else. It's like, oh, stop. Any, any, any attempts to try to make me feel better, any attempts to try to make it seem like everything's going to be okay when today I'm not okay. It's just discouraging. And yeah, I kind of got up on a little tangent, but that's just the way it is. Like, I really feel like that was how they felt, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, but in way worse situations, they weren't just trying to get married they were fighting for their lives you know what i'm saying like different kind of different different stuff that i'm what i'm dealing with today but yeah so then as we move on it says then the lord said to moses go back to pharaoh the king of egypt and tell him to let the people of israel leave his country but the lord but lord moses objected my own people won't listen to me anymore how can i expect pharaoh to listen to me I'm such a clumsy speaker, but the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them orders for the Israelites and for, 
Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord commanded Moses and Aaron to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. So in that little chunk, it was like, God, like I said what I said, period. Do what I said. Go. Go handle your business. Go about your business. Go about your day. I said what I said. There's no if, and or buts. I've chosen you, Moses. I've chosen Aaron to be your mouthpiece. Go handle you. Go do what I told you to do. And it was like two different things kind of popped up in my mind when I read that. It's like, wow, God will not throw us away. You know what I'm saying? Like even when we, even when we are in his face talking about, I can't do it. And that's a whole nother situation I was thinking about today. As I was preparing for this episode, it's like, it reminds me of something. So uh, I was hanging out with my friends last night and one of my friends, she was talking she was like downplaying herself. And I was like, girl, don't you dare disrespect yourself in my presence again. And I was like half joking, but half serious because it's like, God created us. How dare, that's how dare we dismiss and disregard the, his, us, ourselves. And maybe set it, put in another example of a creator and the created. So how are we, so say, say it's a building or a car. And how, how disrespectful it is to go up to that person and say, you know, talking, talking about like a building and be like, yeah, it's a little lopsided. The bricks is kind of raggedy. Like y'all didn't do a good job with the mortar, the, you know, and, and the, the, the floor, the, what's it called? The foundation's rickety. Like it's, it sounds busted. It look busted. How dare. And so, and you're like looking somebody dead in their face and that's the building they built. And you're looking at them like, yeah, it was raggedy, bro. I don't know what to tell you. That how disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask for your opinions. <laughs> I didn't ask for no opinions, any combo. I didn't need, I don't need all that. So I'm like, if that's, or think about even with like a child, like you tell like someone, like a woman just gave birth. And the first thing you say about their baby is like, mm. instead of being like, oh, what a beautiful baby. Like, hey, look kind of, keep your thoughts to yourself. Keep your opinions to yourself. They're not necessary and they're not going to change how I feel about this created object. They're not going to change about how I feel about my child. They're not going to change about how I feel about the building that I've, you, I built with my own hands or the, the car that I designed with my own imagination, whatever. It's not going to change none of that. And so that's just a very simple, simple example of how us disrespecting ourselves in my personal humble opinion, Lord, is and to him, that's just how I personally feel. I could be wrong. Don't take anything I say um, 100% with accuracy. Always test the spirits with everything that comes out of my mouth. Read your Bible for yourself. But just based on my personal relationship with God, I feel like me disrespecting myself is like a, it's looking at him and being like, I don't like what you made. You messed up. How are you going to tell the creator of the universe that he messed up when he made you, when he knows you? He knows the, he knows every thought that you think. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows, he orders your steps. He knows, he has all your tears in a, he has all your tears in a bottle. Like, how are you going to tell? Nah, mm -mm. So that was kind of that energy that I got when, when Moses said, but Lord, my people don't even listen to me anymore. How is Pharaoh going to listen? I'm a clumsy speaker. God was like, okay, cut it out. You, Aaron. Go talk to Pharaoh. You know what you're supposed to do. Get my people out of Egypt. He said, period. You know, it was the drop the mic moment. And so as we move uh, on through the rest of the chapter, 14 through 
27 was just a genealogy really of Moses and Aaron, the ancestors of Moses and Aaron. And we find out that they are from the tribe of Levi, which is interesting that they're from the tribe of Levi, which we know, well, hopefully we know later on in the book of Exodus and in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, how the tribe of Levi became the, the, the tribe of priests. And so it's interesting that before there was even a, a set tribe of priests, the priestly line to come through, Moses and Aaron were from that tribe already. So I'm like, wow, God, you really thought ahead. And so it ends with this in verse, starting in verse 28. When the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, everything I am telling you. But Moses argued with the Lord saying, I can't do it. I'm such a clumsy speaker. Why should Pharaoh listen to me? And if you were to read on, you know, in verse, in chapter seven, it talks about like God, all the different, the different signs that uh, Moses, well, technically Aaron will perform to prove that, to the prove to the people of Israel and to Pharaoh that what God is saying is true. So read chapter seven for yourselves because it really takes up, like right after chapter six, it's when chapter seven picks up. But it's just like, once again, Moses is like, I can't do it. I can't do it, God. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I, I went on a, I went on a tangent. We'll be back. I think I'm back. Hold on. Give me a second to read. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> God will not throw us away. And we see that very clearly with Moses and Aaron, specifically Moses and just how Moses told God repeatedly, I can't speak. They won't listen to me. Pharaoh won't listen to me. I can't speak. I really can't speak. Please don't make me speak. He said that so many times and God was still like, I want, I'm going to use you despite how you feel about yourself. I'm going to use you despite how you feel about yourself. Wow. God will not throw you away. God will not throw you away. God is going to use you despite how you feel about yourself. You just have to just trust in his plan, trust in his timing and trust in his love. You know what I'm saying? Like allow God's love to wash over you. Allow his grace to wash over you. And knowing that I, I, me, myself, Rachel may be a terrible speaker. I'm stuck. I might stumble over my words. Don't know what direct eye contact is with your audience. X, Y, and Z, whatever. But by the grace of God, if he called me to speak, if he called me to lead, if he called me to do this, that, and the third, I'm going to do it because he told me to. So he's going to prepare me for whatever he has for me. He's going to give me the tools, the resources, and the skills that I need to do what he's called me to do. And majority of the time, if, he, if you ain't got it in you, he's going to build it up in you. Or he's going to provide it for you. So, yeah. I think I had some other thoughts when I first read it earlier this week. But I'm not going to lie. I don't remember exactly what those were. But this is what God put on my heart today. And that's all that matters. What we said today is what I want you to get. I want you to leave this episode with. God will not throw you away. And don't allow the pain of becoming too discouraged by your present circumstance to keep to to don't allow it to keep you from basking in the promises of God, in the deliverance that comes from being a child of God, the deliverance that he promised to bring you through, the healing that he promised you, don't you dare let your present circumstances discourage you from what God has for you. 
Don't you dare plug your ears to what God has for you. I know it's easy. I do it myself. And like, it's funny that I'm sitting in a room by myself, recording, looking at the video of myself. I'm literally talking to myself. Rachel, don't you dare allow your the discouragement of your present situation to distract you, to make you forget all the promises of God all the things that God has lined up for you. God has a beautiful future lined up for you. God has tasks of and things that he wants you to do to bring glory into his name, to serve people, to love people, to help people, to bring people unto him, closer to him, to grow in your relationship with God. Don't you dare let your present circumstance, where you feel like you're at today, the, the pain of today and the pain of yesterday keep you from tomorrow. Don't do it. That's for y'all. That's for me. And then just a the icing on top. Like I said, God's not gonna throw you away. Don't let discouragement keep make you make you go deaf on what God is trying to tell you. And that's another thing. Don't let don't let discouragement make you miss out on what God is trying to tell you today. That's a whole other thing. But just focus on that. Don't let discouragement keep you back. And then the the last thing, the icing on top of the cake is. Read the word for yourself. God's word is truly living and active. I cannot tell you guys how many times I have read my Bible and this Bible that was written over, you know, this, this manuscript that was written over 2000 years ago. And I, God will bring, God will bring me to a specific passage where I can see my, myself in it. God will, God's Holy Spirit will reveal things to me about myself, about my current situation that is gonna that's gonna bring me peace and comfort and insight and revelation. I cannot tell you how many times that I've that I've read the book of the past the story of David, the story of David and Goliath, the story of David and Saul, just David's life in general. Read it a bunch of times, heard numerous sermons on it. But it's when God has something specific for you in that passage. You're like, oh snap. That's me? You know what I'm saying? Or I'm like, oh wow, in this current situation, in this season of my life. That's what I'm going through. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm David attacked by a Saul or whatever, whatever it may be. That's how God's word works. It's living and active and it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't change. We change. Well, we do change, but it doesn't change. It's hard to describe. It's the, the word is just when the word is just exceptional. The word is God. Yeah. Yeah. God, Jesus became flesh. The word became flesh and Jesus. Yes. Jesus is the word living, active, present in all circumstances, never goes away, never changes. I lost, I, I didn't lost myself. I need to wrap this up. <laughs> so let's cut it like that. Thank you for listening to my Ted talk. <laughs> Thank you for taking this little dive into the book of Exodus chapter six with me. Uh, I pray that you will read the book of Exodus for yourself, read the Bible for yourself. It is a wealth of knowledge, insight, uh, peace and comfort comes from the word of God. Um, and we're going to say a quick prayer and we'll be done. So, so to Heavenly Father, God, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the revelation and the insight that you brought us today. Lord, help us to not allow discouragement to keep, to make us deaf to what you are trying to tell us today, Lord. I praise you, God, that you do not throw us away despite how we feel about ourselves. And I ask you, God, for forgiveness and how we doubt ourselves to your face, Lord God. 
forgive us for for not believing that you have created us perfect you have created us exactly how you wanted us to be and that you've given us the grace um to cut to fill in the spots as you see fit i praise you god just for all the things that you've done all the things that you're going to do i pray all these things in your wonderful son jesus name amen so that's all i got until next time bye Oh, <laughs> oh,